0: You're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay, but we're down a Jay today. So instead of a Jay, who could we call? Who could it be? We're going to replace it with a K. Now, this K is my sister. I've known her my entire life. Blood couldn't make us any closer. I mean, what else can I say? She watches the Bravos. We've been watching Bravo since uh, so long ago. We'll talk about that in the podcast, but like an OG Bravo head for sure. Um, a Taurus rising, Scorpio sun, Leo moon queen, welcome to the stage. Kay. Hi. I hear like a round of applause in the back of my mind. Oh, boy, thank you. Yes, the queen has arrived. (laughs) Like, how was your day? How was everything going for you?
1: Um, my day was good. I clocked out way earlier than I was supposed to. Um, I had to go take my brother to work. And then Mm -hmm. I just ran errands and then I just cleaned up my room. I finally bought some storage from Ikea. And honestly, to all the people that are working from home that are listening to this, I hate you all. You all have bought all the desks from Ikea and there are no more. They're all (laughs) temporarily unavailable. And that was really upsetting. So what did you end up buying? I ended up getting some storage boxes and then... I spent, like, over $200 in the container store getting these shoe boxes. (laughs) literally ridiculous. I got these shoe boxes that I see on every YouTuber's videos. Everybody Mm -hmm. has these shoe boxes. And I was like, okay, I need these because they're so cute. And they just, I don't know, they look aesthetically pleasing. How many shoes um, does a box hold? Oh, one. Oh. So it's, like, one pair of shoes for one box. Okay. (laughs) How much was each box? Because... Each box is approximately about ten dollars. <laughs> You're kidding! But I got lucky because they were having a sale, so they were having a pack of six on sale for fifty three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I bought four packs of six. So I bought in total twenty four boxes, mm-hmm. and then I got an extra fifteen percent off on top of that. So it ended up coming to around like two twenty. So I honestly couldn't be that mad because I spent more money on makeup last week. So mm-hmm. we I talked think, about that. Yeah, I think I can spare the two twenty for storage stuff I actually need.
0: That's totally fair. I clocked out probably earlier than I needed to, to I I don't have what you have at your job. So there is no thing where I'm supposed to get off early on Fridays. I just make that happen for myself. So I got off around two o'clock, you know, took me a nice shower, gathered myself, and then we're here now. And I'm not used to filming like when it's light outside. So it's I don't know, it's kind of exciting.
1: Yeah, it's like actually still really early in the day.
0: Yes. We're talking about season 10, episode 14 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The episode is called That's Not Amore.
1: Wait, (laughs) I didn't realize that was the name of the episode.
0: (laughs) I love the Bravo. Like, whoever, I don't know who's in charge of, like, naming shit. But whoever is in charge, if you ever pay attention to, like, the names of these episodes, they're insanity.
1: Yeah, they're extremely fried.
0: So what would you grade this episode We're talking letter grades, A plus being obviously flawless, and an F being like, why the hell did I watch this?
1: Um, I would probably give this like a good B minus because I feel like we're finally getting to a lot of the things that they've been leading up to this whole season. (sighs) So I think it was finally good to see what comes to what. But I got to give it a B minus because it wasn't flawless for me because there was a lot of tomfoolery happening once again like a lot of bs a lot of fakeness Mm -hmm. and i get that's housewives but i just feel like i was expecting more if that makes sense
0: i totally agree and we'll end up getting into it but i wanna i totally agree with your b minus i feel like it's not quite a c but it's definitely not a b like or a b plus because we've given episodes like that in the past and it's not as good as this episode this episode had filler but it did have some good parts of course and you know we'll get into that but let's talk overall this season so this is our first episode recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills again Jay is out you know our day jobs. sometimes you have to tend to those so she's tending to a day job and we haven't ever had the chance to like explain how we feel about this season and like what's happening all that so kind of where are you
1: with season 10 of Beverly Hills how are you feeling um Honestly, I think it's a lot spicier. Mm -hmm. Like the drama to me is still stupid, but like it's more spicier than the drama we've been having the last couple of seasons. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, obviously last season (laughs) we had the drama with dogs, like over giving a dog away, which was like, in my opinion, just so stupid. Like the whole thing was just very stupid. Yeah. And so I think it's really nice to have like something that kind of relates to real life as far as drama yeah I also think it's funny that the drama involves somebody that used to be like an ex-housewife like she used to be on the show so I think that's also very interesting but um yeah and I'm very shocked by who's like the person in the hot seat this whole season like the enemy of this season Mm -hmm. Denise like that is very shocking to me because I feel like Denise has kind of played the opposite role on this show of what she is now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's very interesting.
0: I couldn't agree more. Like, so, kind of where I am with the season is A, it took too fucking long to get here. It took too, way too long for us to find out this incident, especially considering it was in the blog. So news.
1: long. Oh my gosh. Like, yes, I totally agree. Why did it take so long?
0: Like, way too long. And. Too long. and I don't know at don't what know, point the ladies know, found out about this information, but can we talk about that? This is not in this episode, but that staged ass scene where Kim pulled up to Kyle's house to return some quote unquote dresses. Dresses she said she needs for Italy. We never see her wear any of those dresses. And then she's like, oh, Brandy just so happens to be in the car.
1: Oh, Brandy just so <laughs> happened to be mic'd. Oh, Brandy doesn't mind coming that was so in. Random. Like, that was so random.
0: What? Then?
1: also didn't get it because, so like, yeah, so the way Kim is staged is making it seem like Kim just popped up on Kyle. But then, like, the whole thing was supposed to be that Brandy was there to see Denise. What are you talking about at the party? Yeah, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just very, mm-hmm. everything seems very staged. And then, like, now Brandy is randomly with Kim. Like, it just it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm not getting it. Like, just so happy. full glam, everything. If I'm coming to your house to drop off some dresses, I'm not in full glam, mic'd up and everything. Like, I it probably wouldn't even be happening on camera. It 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 just wouldn't. And, like, again, if
0: you're dropping off some dresses, you're not, also not mic'd. There's also not lighting in the car on Brandy. I love Kyle just going, like, oh, Brandy, just bring her in. As if, like, they go way back. And, like, duh, Kim, exactly. just bring her in.
1: Yeah, the whole thing was very fried. Like, I don't understand the whole point of it being so staged. Like, it was like very scripted. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, Kim's gonna walk in and we're gonna show Brandy in the car and then yada yada. Like, you know what I mean? It was just very like, okay, I get this was not random. This was clearly planned. And I feel like they clearly heard the information that she divulges to them before this whole situation happened.
0: Okay, now let's talk about the actual information itself. So Brandy's story goes as such. Brandy is saying basically that She went up to, like, some part of Northern California to go, like, do a podcast with Denise and her cast. I don't know what cast or, like, what she was talking about. Also, podcasts, like, travel? I'm waiting for our opportunity. Anyway, like, so she goes to record with her, and she interviews the cast. And I guess she had been in communication with her about where she was going to stay and all the logistics. And Denise said, don't worry about it. Okay. again, like it's just a podcast. I'm assuming she's just staying for a night. Like it should be something easy to do. And if Denise is staying in a suite, like she said, she had her kids and like somebody else's kids there, too. She obviously has like a big space. So it wasn't really a problem where Brandy was going to sleep. It was just a matter of like where specifically in the bed, on a pullout couch, wherever. So Brandy comes to film the podcast. Everything goes fine. She gets to the room for that first night to sleep, and there is no rollaway bed. Now, when I heard rollaway bed, I'm like, okay, I don't know what hotels they're going to. But have you ever slept in a rollaway
1: bed? No, I've slept on like a pullout couch, right? Seat, but like not a roll. Like what is a rollaway bed? I didn't think they <laughs> still made those. Like what is that? Can I get a visual on a rollaway bed for a hotel? Like. There were so many things that I thought was just very suspicious about this whole thing. A, I thought it was weird that she was traveling to Northern California for this podcast. Like, Denise and her have hung out before. Like, there shouldn't be a reason that she has to travel to Northern California, stay a whole night. And you know what I mean? Like, it just, to me, was sounding very weird.
0: And even beyond... They had, like, the first time they met, they went in the bathroom and, like, heavily made out or whatever. And that was before Denise was with Aaron. But once she was with Aaron, she told Aaron, like, oh, me and, like, Brandy have kind of fooled around in the past. So, also, Aaron knew? Like, and Aaron knew she was coming, I can assume. Like, so it all seems weird to me if they really do have an arrangement, which I hate that they – okay, let's talk in general about arrangements. Hollywood has hella arrangements. Is that true or is that not true?
1: that's absolutely 100 percent sure
0: it's fact at this point like the only reason why I'm not, i have to say maybe allegedly is because like i'm not in hollywood but i can say pretty like with a pretty sure mind that a lot of them have situations so it felt shitty for brandy to be like oh you're in a situation when like probably a lot of those women are and so brandy like calling her out on her like whatever she decides to do with her husband It's not a big deal like women hooking up with women doesn't really count at least from like a male's perspective. So even if you don't have a quote unquote arrangement I'm sure there are a lot of like marriages or relationships that would consider themselves not open but would still be okay with like the woman hooking up with another woman.
1: Yeah like Hollywood is very accepting of entanglements as we've (laughs) come to understand from our good sis Jada and her husband Will. I just feel like from what we understand of Hollywood, it is not uncommon for people in relationships or who are even married at that to bring other people into the bedroom. Like Mm -hmm. that is like a normal thing from what I understand from a lot of these celebrity relationships that that's like kind of the norm. Like it's actually, to me, seems kind of expected of you.
0: Not a big deal at all. So it just really sucks that. Brandy, the way Brandy phrased it coming into it, just made it seem like a big deal, and it wasn't. So I just don't of-
1: understand, given Brandy's background, why she would even want to like get involved with somebody who's married. Like I get, yeah. you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like Brandy has a very rocky past when it comes to her own marriage, so like I don't know why she would insert herself into somebody's marriage like granted you know she's saying they had you know like basically hooked up before Denise was married but like at this point where you are going to the podcast like her husband is supposedly there the kids are supposedly there like you know Mm -hmm. I mean like there's a lot of people who are here so like why would you even like you know entertain even if Denise I don't know how it like unfolds but like I just don't know why you would even involve yourself with that
0: even if they do have an open marriage like you're saying like if you have such a weird thing about like lines and cause lines get blurred, even when you have an open relationship, doesn't mean you can't get cheated on. So it's like, exactly. if you're, you're right. right, if you're not comfortable you're not. with like cheating and infidelity, which none of us should be, but especially her, that's her brand. Like she said then you wouldn't even hook up with anybody in an open relationship period. You would just only hook up with single people. If you wanted to cross every T and dot every I. Exactly. Which
1: is why. And my whole thing is like, From our understanding, like, I don't think Brandy's ever lied about anything. No, she has. She speaks too much truth. That's her problem. Yeah, I was going to say, she's never lied about anything. But my whole thing is, like, to me, with this exact story, there are just certain things that just don't make sense. And that whole situation just doesn't make sense to me. Like, first off, why are you so thirsty that you have to go travel to Northern California, spend a whole night, stay in somebody else's hotel room? Like, you know what I mean? It's just too Mm -hmm. weird to me. Like, I don't. I don't know it seems very strange
0: and you have a decent amount of money again we just clarified that you flew for a podcast you took a flight for it so you can get a hotel room if you want one but you didn't want one like nobody is strong holding you and like strong arming you into staying in this room so at the end of the day like you knew that and she stayed there two nights which was super unclear because like in her story she was saying the first night like they didn't hook up the second night when they got drunk and like had sex but Why did you stay two nights, too, if you were so uncomfortable?
1: Exactly. So many holes in this story to begin with.
0: And do you want to talk about Brandy's face and what's happening? Oh, my God.
1: I was waiting for you to bring it up. (laughs) I'll let you take it away. Tell the people what happened with Brandy's face since we last knew her. I don't know if you guys have seen on Instagram, but they have these, like, memes going around, like, How I met blank versus how you met blank. And honestly, guys, if you're meeting Brandy like this, I feel bad for you. Like, I don't know what happened to her face. Like, she looks like... At this point, I think it's even beyond, like, filler and Botox. Like, it looks like she's literally had cheek implants. Mm -hmm. Something's done to her chin. Her face looks super elongated now, which I think is, like, really strange. Her skin looks terrible, honestly. We all know, you know, the less melanated don't age gracefully, but um, she looks like she's like 70, and she's not that old at all.
0: When she walked in, first of all, Kim's ponytail in that scene. So Kim walks in with this I Dream of Jean ponytail, y'all. and she looks... <laughs> And she looks crazy in her ponytail, and she's like decades younger than Brandy.
1: So the fact- I was just about to say, why does Kim look better than Brandy? Kim is way older than Brandy. Okay, and girl was doing crack. Come on, <laughs> Kim. come on now.
0: Kim is a full blown addict, like an an addict to the point where she'd take any drugs that you had just to get high. Like that's a true addict. So for Kim to look younger than Brandy, like are you fucking kidding me? Additionally, like, that's embarrassing. 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 Also, also Brandy's only about two facelifts away from looking like Adrian
1: Malouf. She's looking very Catwoman vibes. I mean, Adrian's always He's looked botched. I was about to say, Adrian from Jump just has not looked good and I felt like she just kept trying to get corrective surgeries mm-hmm. to fix it and it just made it look worse which was also, I don't know. I was also wondering how that even happened to begin with. Why? Because Paul yeah, is a plastic is surgeon. It. How is your husband a plastic surgeon and you look like this? And I've seen his work and it doesn't look like this. So I'm like, I'm, like I'm so confused.
0: Do you remember on botch does he do body or face? Because I remember Terry does one and he does the other. Terry does face and he does body, right?
1: Oh, I think he does do body. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he really deals with like the breast implants and stuff like that. hmm Okay, well, then that would make sense why her face is botched because that's not your husband's specialty.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I remember even when she was on the show, she said she wouldn't go to him for plastic surgery, which makes sense. You don't want to go to your spouse because then if he fucks up, you're going to be resenting him like the whole time. But maybe you might as well have went to Paul because I was just about to
1: say or shoot, you should have went to Terry. I'm confused how you didn't go to either one of them. Whoever she did go to messed up her face dramatically.
0: And continue to do it. Every time she walks in for an appointment, they fuck her up. And I'm tired of seeing it.
1: Yeah, she looks awful. And the fact that, like, Brandy... And I think that's the sad part about Brandy. Because, like, Brandy was a really cute girl. Like Uh, We were just talking about this. Yeah, like, she was so cute when we first got introduced to her. She was cute. I mean, she was a little nutty and her background was like really sad due to mm-hmm. her divorce and how that happened and being left for Leanne Rhimes, but that's another story for another day. Right. And, you know, she was cute. So, like, to now see her like not even on top, like being botched on top of aging, it's just like, it's not, it is not okay. Like, it's sitting very weird for me. <laughs> like, in my soul, not- it's not sitting right. And, like, it, it- to see her botch, like you said, to
0: see her looking like this and coming back on camera, and like I just never would have expected this from her. And like you said, she was a beautiful girl. She was naturally beautiful. It's not like she, we met her beautiful, and she had already had some much work. Yeah, she probably had like a nose job and like a few things here and there. But like it kind of gives. It's kind of giving me shades of like Lil Kim when like after and you could have just left it the way it was. And, like, just enhance. And, like, when you're naturally beautiful, that's a, you're not supposed to fuck with that. And then when you do, it usually makes you look ugly. It's like your karma for going in and trying to fix what was already
1: perfect. Like, that's so true. Like, every person that was cute to begin with mm-hmm. that went in and did some, like, drastic stuff has ended up looking way worse. And I really do think it is karma. Like mm-hmm. it's a blessing to be pretty. I don't think people understand that. Like everybody isn't pretty. He literally, everyone's not beautiful or cute. So like when you
0: have that naturally, you're not supposed to take that for granted. So I mean we gone a nauseum about Kim and Brandy and Adrian and surgeries. But all that to say basically yeah We talked about the second night, she said they got super wasted and they end up hooking up um, in like a loft. So I guess the hotel was set up so that it was like a loft, no door, and they were on the top floor. And then the girls and the kids were on the first floor. Extremely unclear as to where Aaron is at this point, even though later Denise claims he was there. All of this details are sketchy. But Brandy also says, like, we had sex and I felt uncomfortable, so, like, we stopped. But it sounds like they fully, like, they fully had sex, though. They fully did the whole thing, and then she was saying, like, and then I stopped it. I'm like, wait, then you didn't stop it. Then it, the whole thing happened.
1: <laughs> like, I was so confused by that. I was like, so wait, you fully went there and then felt uncomfortable? Like, I'm confused.
0: And if you fully went there and then you felt uncomfortable... I'm sure like yeah like body language but unless you explicitly said it how was Denise supposed to know and then also on top of that like trying to paint her like in hindsight as some fucking like Harvey Weinstein is not a good look.
1: And I also think it's an even worse look because I know we're not there yet but it just all ties into this like at the end we see the preview for like what is still yet to come Mm -hmm. and the things that come out of Brandy's mouth are (gasps) kind of like it's like, okay, wait, because, like, you're trying to paint this picture low-key, like, Denise took advantage of you. It was giving me real, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Phaedra, mm-hmm. and Porsche vibes, like, how they tried to basically say that Candy and Todd tried to rape Portia. And that's kind of what Brandy was giving me, real, like, finger-pointing accusation, like you basically try to take advantage of me, but, like, Mm -hmm. you really didn't take advantage of me, and I really was into it, and then later I'm gonna explain what all I did to you on camera for a national audience. You know, it's just, like, a lot of it is just really weird.
0: Exactly. If you didn't like what happened, I don't know if this is how you would go about, like, reporting it or, like, letting people know, and I also, kind of to go on what you were saying about, like, it all kind of ties together, Brandy is not a part of this show. So how does it tie together? There's a there's a missing piece, something that made this all work that we're not getting as viewers. And I think that's why for me and for you and for all of us, it's kind of frustrating. Like this whole story is like something's missing and I can't explain what it is because I don't know what's missing, but something about this is not reading right.
1: Yeah, something about this whole setup for the whole season that this is, like, kind of, like, the biggest drama that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, why is the biggest drama coming from somebody that's not even on the show? Like, there
0: is no... I'm that so is confused. so lazy. Like, how is Brandy the Brandi inciting excited incident excited. of this whole, She's whole season?
1: She's not even a real housewife anymore. Like, I'm so confused. Right, either so she confused. needed to
0: get a dime or, like, keep her to the side. And this has nothing to do with anything. And I guess the, the bigger gag is after she reveals that they had sex to Kyle and Teddy. Those are the two that are at Kyle's house. She then goes in to say, oh, she also talked shit about all of you. And by all of you, she meant Tay, Renna, and Erica. Now, what she said about Teddy was that Teddy was... It- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the sad part is I agreed with everything that Brandy has said to Teddy that supposedly Denise said. I thought, uh, continue, finish what, what what she said to her.
0: she'd do anything to be on this show, she's desperate and then she lives (laughs) in her (laughs) father's (laughs) shadow!
1: The daddy issues takes the cake for me. The daddy issues takes the cake because the crazy thing is everybody has low-key said that about teddy on this show literally because who are you teddy like we literally wouldn't know you if it weren't for your father and honestly i don't really even know who your father is so i really don't know you so i'm just i'm kind of lost here ma'am like, i read
0: a tweet i guess her dad's some rock star i read a tweet that like they're talking about teddy living in her dad's shadow her dad's living in bon jovi shadow uh,
1: Screaming.
0: bon jovi yeah but so I've like the who is Like John Cougar Mellencamp, and who is Teddy Mellencamp? Like, we don't know these people. So, like, everything Denise said no lies detected, only truths. Now, she said about Erica that Erica was a cold hearted bitch.
1: So, my issue with this is. PK literally said this to Erica. Literally! Literally the same exact words. See, and this is why I'm having troubles believing Brandy on top of, like, everything else we just discussed with the holes in the story. Mm -hmm. It's also the fact that everything that she said is things that everybody on the show has at least said. So it's like, it wouldn't be far fetched for Brandy to hear this and be like, oh yeah, well she said this about you. But then we'll get to later on why. Once again, I don't think Brandy is lying about this specific portion of the story, like the mm-hmm. whole part about her talking shit about them. I definitely believe Denise talked shit about them. Like, oh, she definitely, she definitely did. She outs herself later and says that. She yeah, did. she did. So, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Denise <laughs> like, is I mean, dumb.
1: But it's just like I feel like at this point, Brandy was like grasping for more dirt to like throw. Mm-hmm. Like that way. And then my whole thing is like, we already know Teddy's boring as hell. She didn't get fired because she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like it's just annoying cause it's like we're not going to keep acting like Teddy is like, you know, some real action entertainer. Like, we don't need her on the show.
0: I like hate that Denise was even talking shit about it because they gave her ammunition. Like I remember at the end of that conversation at Kyle's house when, like, Brandy and Kim had left, and it was just Kyle and Teddy sitting there talking. And Kyle looks at her like, oh, my God, can you believe it was just her? And all Teddy can say is, she said I was, like, lame and pathetic, and I live in my dad's shadow. Like, that is not even the most relevant thing. And, again, I hate that she even talked about you because now you feel like you're relevant. Now you feel like it's worthy of talking about you. Like, Teddy is a blip in the radar, and if I never heard from her again, I would be okay.
1: We already know Teddy can't let anything go. If if it has to do with her being boring or living in daddy's shadow – We already know she's going to drag it until the end of this earth because she did the same thing when Sutton said that she thought she was going to be boring at Mm -hmm. that dinner that Kyle threw. Mm -hmm. It's just like she's already sensitive and then she's pregnant on top of that. So she's extra sensitive. And then plus these are things that everybody keeps saying about her. So it's like she keeps constantly hearing it. And it's like, I mean, well, you're constantly hearing it because it's true, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, okay, now you're really going to drag this and like I, it was just the whole thing was just bothering me, and then of course Kyle was sitting there like a duck waiting in water. Like she said that. Like girl, girl, uh, you are like, grown. You do not care, care that she care said that. this shit. I'm saying like it's so high school drama to me. Like you're really this upset that she talked shit about you. Like I just I'm so confused isn't the premise of the house that everyone talks shit about
0: everybody, even if it's not like face to face, it's like at the very least in your confessionals, you're supposed to talk shit about everybody or your one-on-ones with like just one other housewife. You probably talk about what's going on in the group. They all talk shit about each other. So for them to pick her out as the one, like, I can't believe you would say this. If we heard the things they probably say about each other off camera, that none
1: of them could ever be in the same room. I'm sure. It's the whole point of the show. The gag is you're all friends, but you all low key hate each other. That's right. the whole point. Like that's literally the whole point of the show. Like, I just don't understand why Teddy didn't get the memo.
0: And Denise said in her insult that she won't claim, "You'll do anything to say in this group because you're holding on to something that is not a big deal." And I'm pretty sure a little part of you, at the very least, knows like this is not like a huge deal. It's not, I'm, but she has to carry this bone, and apparently also. Denise says something about Lisa Renna. I don't remember what she said about Lisa Rinna. Real quick.
1: I also don't remember. It was something very, you know, surface level, in my opinion.
0: If you're going to take a jab at someone you've known for a decade, you could take a real nasty jab. So the fact that we can't
1: even remember what it was, it's irrelevant. Like, I'm pretty sure she knows some, like, actual serious things about Lisa Rinna. <laughs> so, like, she really could have, like, <laughs> do a real jab there, and, like, she didn't. So I just feel like it was just, like, once again, Brandy, why are you bringing this up?
0: Brandy only brings up those rumors, I guess, kind of, so those can be the ammunition. She's saying, like, here's something to take to the group to bring up the fact that I talked to Denise so that you can perform this whole gotcha and then reveal that you know she had sex with me as well.
1: Sharing business that didn't need to be shared. Mm-hmm. And then gave them business about themselves so they could have an actual problem with Denise. And then on top of it, you'd be like, oh, yeah. And by the way, I know you had sex with Brandy. Like, it's just. I don't know. It's just very strange to me. Seems very calculated. Like, I'm not understanding the motive here. Like, yeah, what is the whole point? And then,
0: I guess this leads perfectly into this episode that we're recapping, because it's the part two, kind of, of the dinner that we saw from last week, of them sitting at that table where they're telling Denise, like, hey, babe, Brandy said that she had sex with you, after they are holding this over her for, like, 20 30 minutes, probably in real time. Uh,
1: Teddy literally was dragging out this whole conversation. Like, my whole thing is there were a lot of issues with this series of like three episodes. Like, Mm -hmm. the two episodes leading up to this episode, I had a lot of issues with a lot of things I was seeing. Because a lot of things were just very unnecessary and could have been handled completely different. Mm -hmm. And the gag is they know that they could have carried themselves better in the situation because they then admit in the confessionals, like, oh, I should have did this. Or they have one-on-one conversations. And then in the confessionals, like, I feel bad. I should have said this. And I could have warned her. And yeah, you could have. And you chose not to, being shady. Like, And then we have Teddy over here who is just, you know, bursting with anger that she doesn't... (laughs) (laughs) say this to denise she's just gonna melt like the wicked witch of the west like i just don't understand why she just feels like life cannot go on if she does not discuss this with denise right here and now like since you've already gone a night and a day without discussing it you could have literally left it alone until you got back why are you ruining rome like
0: they claimed after they landed in rome in one van it was kyle teddy renna and kyle went to go tell Rena basically what happened as if she didn't tell her on that whole fucking flight, but okay, I'll pre- I'll pretend you didn't tell her until you got there. And that scene that was so staged where Teddy and Kyle had the same reaction. They're like, cover their heads when she's like, what they fucked?" Like we're again, you're all grown. You all have kids. You all have had sex as well. So we're not going to sit here and be like, Ooh, what? She had sexual intercourse. Like grow up. And then the second part was, the claim was that they were telling Rena because she needed to tell Denise like Teddy was saying it's not my responsibility to tell her because I'm not her friend which is true hypothetically you would want it to come from your friend so she's like Rena, I'm telling you not to talk shit which she really was doing it for that reason but because I want you to tell Denise so she can be armed and ready
1: because we're coming at her with this is what I heard. Teddy was like okay so I heard all this information. And it shouldn't be coming from me. And I agree with you. Like, it shouldn't be coming from Teddy. Because Denise and Teddy aren't, you know, like, close friends. Like, they're mm-hmm. not really friends for real. They're basically just coworkers. But Lisa and Denise have this, like, underlying friendship that goes way past the show. Yeah. Yeah. So then the part that, to me, was kind of messy was, like, Denise... Not Denise. Teddy was telling Lisa the information and then she was like oh yeah and by the way like she was talking shit about you too so it's like you told her this and then you told her that denise supposedly said these things about her and you knew after that she wasn't gonna warn denise yeah like that would be like somebody telling you like hey I heard this about so-and-so. I think you should tell them. But, like, by the way, she also was talking, like, you know, really badly about you. It's like, why would you want to warn the person after that? You know what I mean? Yeah, you just wouldn't. Like, in real life, life, that's how that that would go. go. Exactly. So, I was like, I thought that was really calculated. And I thought Mm -hmm. that was very strange. Because it's like, come on, Teddy. You're a smart girl. You know that once you tell her the second part that she's not going to warn her. Like, so now you're planning to ambush her. Again, like we've seen this already go to and this is the part that kills me because for those of you who have who haven't been watching this season they've already ambushed denise with something <laughs> else and it went the exact same way so i'm just kind of like to me it just doesn't make sense because they're literally performing the definition of insanity you're literally doing yeah. the same thing and expecting a different result and i'm not understanding why you think it would be different
0: I- I'll get into the dinner so because we're like bullshitting around but I have a question for you later and I'll get there but yeah so basically it's like part two it's a continuation of the episode from before they're at this dinner at the dinner where they tell Denise all the stuff about Brandy and she finds out and they're sitting there I don't and I can't really explain like what teddy is trying to like get out of denise or like prodding her for i guess she's trying to get her to confirm that she talked shit about her but denise is getting attacked
1: so like of course she's not going to own it like the part that really killed me is teddy's like oh, well, I don't really care about the other stuff. I just want to know did you say this about me? So then Sutton goes, well, like, if you don't care, why would you bring it up? Like... Right! Exactly! And Sutton was speaking for all of us, us. like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, like, that has nothing to do with anything and it's also, like Sutton said, not table conversation. Like, we all have hotel rooms that are pretty spacious. We could have did this in the hotel room, not Mm -hmm. in a restaurant. Like, I just don't understand why once again, Teddy was just bursting and had to say it right then and there. And then, like, you're also bringing up the fact that she said things about other people at the table, and you had yet to tell the other people that this also happened. So now, not only are you <laughs> ambushing Denise, you're also ambushing the other parties who were talked about, and they're like, wait, hold up. What you, wait, hold a second. What you talking about? I
0: think of that scene where Erica's like, oh, so I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And the way she said that was so cold. It (laughs) It really was. (laughs) And she is cold. She is cold. The gag is she's actually cold. Like, it was all facts. Just like it was facts that Teddy is living in her dad's shadow and she's boring. Like, these are all facts. And it's also facts that Lisa Rinna isn't a good friend. She showed that by not telling Denise that they were going to ambush her with this information. (laughs) Like, these are literally all facts.
0: So at the same dinner, which kind of it applies to this, we get the bravo, bravo, bravo we've been waiting on. And we see, like, the clip they showed us in the trailer for the season was actually from another dinner. And they go back in history and show us the fact that, like, she's been saying this all season. Like, Denise has been calling bravo. Like, before this Brandy stuff even happened.
1: one scene they showed was from another dinner that we saw clips from, I believe, in the season. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember seeing that scene.
0: No, they cut that scene. That was at that scene
1: where Sutton was like,
0: let the mouse go.
1: (laughs) Sutton's star role in Let the Mouse Go. That was absolutely (laughs) brilliant. That was hilarious. Like, oh, my God. But, yeah, so, like, she's been saying it all season. And, honestly, I get both sides. I get why Denise is screaming bravo. Because, once again, at some point, there has to be a line. Like, I get it. This is reality TV. I'm supposed to be showing you my life. But, like, there needs to be some type of line. But not everyone here shows all of their life. So how the fuck am I supposed to? Exactly my point. So my whole thing is, like, everybody's mad that Denise keeps calling Bravo. And they're like, well, you signed up for this. And my whole thing is, like, yeah, but let's be honest. We don't really know anything about Erica Girardi's life. Mm -hmm. We literally don't see her life. We don't see her family. We don't know anything, honestly. Like, this season is the first season we've really gotten more from her. But she's been on here for how many years? And we still don't know anything about her. Like,
0: and even what she showed us is very,
1: cont- I'm saying? It's very strategic. Like, mm-hmm. we went to the hometown, but we didn't see the family. But we saw the strip club, but we didn't see any old acquaintances. Like, it's just very calculated and strategic for this image. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that was blowing me at this dinner because then, like, After Denise is yelling bravo, everybody's in the confessionals talking about how, like, Denise is usually some free spirit, and now she's just so concerned about her image. And I'm like, you all are concerned about your image. That's the gag. Like, you all care about how you're being perceived off of this show, which is why you don't show certain things. Yeah. So I don't think it's weird that Denise doesn't want to talk about certain things. Like, I feel like that's very valid. I feel like a lot of things you guys keep bringing up in pertaining to Denise are inappropriate for viewers to be watching. Like, Like Sutton said, she heard this news two years ago. And I love that
0: Sutton said that. When Dorit was was like, like, you've got to stop saying that.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Dorit was also a star in these last three episodes. with (sighs) The whole Italian talking accent and everything, like, a queen. And then I also thought it was interesting. So then, like, the episode before the episode that we're covering – Dorit is really the one standing up for Denise, Mm -hmm. which I find very interesting. Because technically, like, Kyle and Lisa are the ones closest to Denise. Mm -hmm. And yet, here we've low-key seen all season, the person defending Denise is yeah, And Sutton, and all these people who are not close to her. But yet, her somehow close friends are the ones that are not speaking up for her which I think is very strange. Like Garcelle stepped up in a major way. Ebony they're like Ebony and Ivory mm-hmm. like they are thick as skin and they technically like just met each other so like
0: yeah they keep trying to pretend that they know each other from Hollywood but of course other. they
1: didn't <laughs> they did not know each
0: other just and because you there's this picture from like 1998 of them being at the same movie premiere and they like posted it side by side I'm like but they're, they're not in a picture together and I'm not buying
1: that they knew each other at all Right.
0: So, okay, let's get exactly into this episode. So, it starts with the fact that Denise, last week, denied
1: everything. Denied everything. Denied the rumors with Brandy. Denied talking to Brandy. Denied everything. Didn't stick up for herself. Not once. Did nothing, but basically just sit there and lay on the sword. Like, And that's what sucked, and
0: that's why I really hate running all this. Denise had already known what they were coming with, ready to like decide what I'm going to own and what I'm going to kind of leave in the middle.
1: Exactly, and I think that's why this episode, where it starts, the viewers, I don't know if you guys felt the same way I did, but I was kind of frustrated because, Mm -hmm. like the girl said, you just denied everything last night, but now tonight, here you come with a whole different story. And my whole thing is like, She was really thrown off guard because once again, when they got to Rome, they all had cocktails or whatever. Everything was fine. Yeah. Now suddenly, Teddy has this issue, says that she's heard all these things, and Denise is kind of like, oh my God, like, wait. Like, she kind of goes into, like, panic mode, like fight or flight. And we all know Denise will get the heck up out of there and fly away. Like, she is not a fighter. Yeah. She has to think of her comeback, basically. So, like, then she starts off this episode, you know, saying that, like, Brandy says she sleeps with everybody, and she says she slept with other people at this table, and it's just, like... mm. And Denise
0: does herself herself no no fucking No justice.
1: No justice at all for herself.
0: None. Like, okay, whatever. Brandy probably did make a joke, or maybe even did, like, sleep with one of the other ladies at the table, But, like, Denise bringing that up now, it just felt like she had to throw something quickly out there and, like, didn't know what else to say and was like, uh, she out, she kicked somebody else here. And then what – the more interesting part of that claim was how they reacted. So, as you know – Oh,
1: my God. I was hoping that you caught that during the episode. Yes. The way they reacted to me showed even more of a weirdness because it was, like, the whole situation to me is very hypocritical. So, it's like, okay – you all are sitting up here saying that Brandy claimed to have slept with Denise. And then when she goes, oh, well, she's claimed to have slept with you guys. Oh, the- she didn't say that. I don't believe she said that. Like, Lisa Renner was like, take that back. She's like, she back it the fuck that. up. Yeah. 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 She was like, do not put that out there. And I'm like, okay, pause. <laughs> like, is right. Is hypocritical or like... Like, I, I almost expected
0: her to, like, laugh at the end because I thought she was
1: joking. Like, are you yeah, serious? Yeah, they were actually upset that she said that. Like, and my whole thing is, like, so you guys are upset. But when it was Denise that was upset, it was a different story. Do you think Brandy did sleep with somebody else? Because I think she did. I do, too. I also feel like Kyle just gives me huge, like, let's be honest vibes. Let's be honest. Like, she gives me very, I swing both way vibes. Like, like Doree you and Teddy are extremely close.
0: No, you're not using Teddy. She is not <laughs> hooking up
1: with Teddy. <laughs> I don't think she is, but I'm saying her whole mannerisms, sometimes it's just like, okay, Kyle, I know you be on that freakiness because come on now, Mauricio is your husband and I know he be on that freaky peaky, oh. so come on now, like, come on.
0: Let's okay, and let's talk about the last episode. Do you remember Oh when they had
1: lunch together? Yes.
0: yes. And she says to her, like because whose husband cares about like a woman hooking up with another one. Exactly. Kyle was like, was like, Mine, mine what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally inserting herself for no reason. But also marisa would care. I highly doubt he would care. I think he would care if he wasn't invited. I think that was right the issue. Because Mauricio's cheating on his own. So he's having sex with women every day anyway. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just. uh, Kyle really kills me with this whole, like, Virgin Mary act. It's really played out. Like,. We're not we don't believe this. It so reminds me
0: of when they went to Amsterdam, speaking of brandy, that weed cafe or whatever, and they're all oh like about God, to yes. eat that
1: edible. And all of them are like, What? No.
0: Lisa Vanderpump was like, Oh yeah, like that's nothing. Lisa Vanderpump lived in London in the eighties. She did coke. She allegedly like <laughs> none of that phases her. So she's cool with acting like that. And even Eileen was like, So you know what? It's illegal here. Who cares?
1: Exactly, and everybody else was acting like they had a freaking broom up their butt. But who like, was yelling the most, Kyle? Kyle. Weed! Oh, get Kyle that away from me! I'm gonna get contact high. My no, no, no. husband's high every day on the show. Like, so okay. Crazy. And
0: Brandy Carl said the last time I smoked, I was at your house with you. Actually, now that I think
1: about it, so what are you over here talking about? You're weird about weed for when every time I have smoked, it's been with you. Again, Kyle is not fooling anybody. No. no, I don't know who she thinks she's fooling, but it's certainly not us. We know Kim is an addict. We know that you smoke weed.
0: We know that Kathy Hilton like doesn't really like Kyle. Like we know all the details that you all are like lying to hide. So it it's weird. So getting back to this dinner, they're still kind of talking about Brandy and Denise, and Garcelle finally like steps up and says like, "How are you all believing Denise? I mean Brandy, this person that basically we don't film with, who's not a part of this group nearly as much as Denise." You're willing to, like, take her word as
1: gold over Denise's? Why? And then if you realize, Sutton also basically said the same mm-hmm. thing. Like, why are you guys so quick to believe Brandy? Especially Teddy. Because, Teddy, you don't know her. Yeah. Right? yeah. You literally don't know her. So, I'm confused why you were just so quick to think that Denise said these things about you. Which, I mean, the gag is she did say these things. <laughs> she actually said some worse things that Brandy didn't tell her. Right. But... It's just like, I mean, regardless, though, why are you just so quick to believe this woman you've never met over the person that you've literally been filming with for years? Like, I'm confused. And
0: even if you do believe it, you're still supposed to present it. We're on TV. You're still supposed to present it as if it's a 50-50. Did it happen? Didn't it? They're coming to, it, to you saying this is fact. They're not coming to you like this is a plot and like let's let this play out. They're letting you know the narrative if you did
1: that and we're going to let it escalate from here. Why would you just believe somebody you've never met before like it's just like brandy could literally be anybody telling you these things i feel like teddy was just so gun ho with it because she knows deep down inside that it's true mm-hmm.
0: they go to the next scene and it's them like continuing this dinner kind of a part two and they head into like another room that's kind of like off to the side like a bar so they're supposed to be getting drinks it's supposed to be more casual we're supposed to be moving on but of course they don't move on like Denise is pleading, saying, it's the truth. Like, I never called you cold, Erica. I never said this about Teddy. I never said this about Rena. I never had sex with Brandy. But unfortunately, in this scene, Denise tells on herself in her confessional, and she says that Brandy called her phone, saying, I heard Erica's been very cold to you um and denise agrees saying like oh yeah erica has been cold to me like that i'm sure she said it like oh she's a carl hearted bitch because that's how you would say it if you're talking shit brandy, brandy was talking to, talk somebody, to somebody quote unquote quote whoever whatever, someone gave her the download, download of everything, everything that's been happening this season how would how brandy know? i so believe
1: that i believe I that believe I who do you that. think it was i think it's that life-size brats doll lisa renna i think it was her <laughs> i think it was her because she is a messy queen And I hope her season is next season because she Mm -hmm. deserves it. Honey Needs a Daytime Emmy Award for the things she's been doing on this show. The acting. I mean, we
0: haven't even gotten to the daytime soap
1: acting she was doing in this episode. Oh, yeah. Because once we get to the next scene, oh, wow. I am absolutely <laughs> flabbergasted.
0: flabbergasted. Someone snitching to Brandy for her to even like know what's going on. And what that also tells me is I don't feel like that happens every season that Brandy like knows the behind the scenes. That means someone knew from the beginning that this was going to be plot. So they need to exactly. keep Brandy involved and she needed to know. It's either
1: Kyle or Lisa. Honestly, we know Kyle likes to run her mouth too. So like it really could. It's honestly, it could be either one of them. Either one of them to me are believable. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I don't like let me let this play for a second. Whatever. Yeah, so Denise continues to deny 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 in front of the girls and she kind of just starts crying like because the pressure even if what you said like what if none of that was true? Just feeling like ambushed and bombarded like that and feeling like everyone's coming at you, like can't help
1: Yeah, I actually felt really bad Mm -hmm. for Denise during this whole scene. Because it's like, Denise literally hasn't been able to catch a break this whole season. Yeah. It's like every time she tries to, like, be the cool one, they throw something at her. And she's kind of like, whoa, what the heck? Like, how did we get here? And I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Like, how did we get here? Like. I'm just so confused, and I just think it's really hypocritical how everybody expects Denise to just be so open with literally everything, and we don't know anything else about them. Like, yeah. Erica is expecting Denise to be an open book with her sexual encounters, and it's like, okay, yeah, this season, we finally got to hear some things. But, like, Erica, we all know you're sleeping with somebody else that is not your husband. Allegedly, so, yes. You know, like, it's just like, come on now. You just, you can't do that. Like, come on. Like, they've been openly inappropriate about things. And then once Denise states how she feels, everybody's like, well, I don't think it's that big of a deal. And now you're bringing up something that really shouldn't be a big deal, nor should you guys care about. And it's like, now you want Denise to, like, stand on a soapbox and plead her case to you all. Like, that's that's weird. Like, no.
0: I would love to know what they wanted out of this. So what? They thought they were going to confront her and she was going to say yes. And then give them every gory detail about what happened when they had sex. And then they would be okay with it and they could be friends again? Like, what did they want from her? But nonetheless, we're changing the subject because Garcelle finally steps in and says, okay, if we're being honest, we're talking about honesty, me and Lisa Rinna had a conversation and they show a clip from, like, some scene they shot a couple months ago that obviously we never saw the footage of, of her asking her, how does it affect your daughter that you're on Instagram? She's, I mean, Lisa Renna's skin and bones and, She's on Instagram nearly naked, dancing around, flaunting, and showing her stuff. And she has a daughter that has body issues.
1: I was so happy Garceau mm-hmm. brought this up because we have talked about this personally. Because, yep. so Lisa, once again, Lisa is very much on the defense this whole episode. Yep. Like she was already yelling and screaming at Denise to basically shut up about the whole sleeping with Brandy don't even put that out there exactly she literally yelled across the whole table because they were on completely different sides of the table so did you sleep with her i think she did honestly we know harry hamlin's not sleeping with her so (laughs) someone's got to do it (laughs) somebody's got to do it but then once again lisa gets super defensive and i think lisa's really in denial it's like in the part to me that's more mind-boggling than anything. It is not just Amelia who has had anorexia. Her other daughter, the oldest yep. one, came out in 2018 with an anorexia problem. So it's like you clearly are showing this body image that your daughters feel like they have to obtain. Because like you said, Lisa Rena is skin and bones on Instagram, literally dancing in underwear and <laughs> swimsuits. Not one piece is like a, you know, respectful older woman. Mm-hmm. she's 57 she's dancing in bikinis and basically lingerie. bras and panties yeah literally dancing around in lingerie and bikinis on instagram very offbeat it's just not making sense and then girl, like you know I'm just wondering like do they think it's like do you think that could be a part of the reason and this is the part that I think where you know listening is very important because what Lisa says next in defense yeah, really blew me because Lisa goes well you know I don't think I'm the reason they have body issues and my part was like okay this is how I know Lisa's in denial because first off nobody said you were the sole reason as to why your daughters have body images like you know, body image issues i feel like both of her daughters both have body dysmorphia honestly probably and, and lisa does it's quite clear that lisa, lisa has her own relationship with food and once again we never see lisa eat but that's a different story so right it's just like you know clearly your daughters have body like some form of body dysmorphia and you have clearly contributed to this and you seem to be in denial and then we're going to you know go back to the clip of Harry Hamlin saying that she mm-hmm. was, he blames her for their daughters having body image issues. He literally goes, you're to blame. Yep, and when they had that the barbecue. Daughter, exactly, when they had that barbecue. And then Amelia gets all upset and starts cussing at her dad in very you know, white people fashion. Mm-hmm. Because my mom would never let me do that. and My mom would know, pop me
0: upside the head so quick.
1: So it's just kind of like, even your own husband... Feels like you have contributed to this unhealthy image that your daughters idolize and Mm -hmm. want to attain to. So it's like the fact that Garcelle is also saying it's like, okay, Lisa, you need to wake up and realize that you had some part in this. And that's why I think it's like so BS how at the beginning of the season she's like, our job is to tell the truth. And it's not for everyone. Clearly, sis, it's not for you either because you can't even fess up to at least being a part of the issue nobody thinks that you're the sole issue because matter of fact is more children than just your daughters have body image issues right
0: and they're also raised in hollywood and they also have celebrity parents Parents, all of those factors matter
1: all of these factors matter but you also dancing half naked on instagram it doesn't help doesn't help it also doesn't help that you're literally skin and bones it doesn't help i don't see you eat on the show it doesn't help
0: what she's saying is fact, and I'm glad that Garcelle brought it up because I hadn't
1: even thought about it like that until she said it. But then I have to say, once again, you know, that side, that team, that team over there, Garcelle goes and shoots herself in the foot and goes, well, I don't have a daughter, so I'm just asking. Yeah. And my whole thing is like, Garcelle, you don't have to invalidate your question. It was a very reasonable question to ask Lisa Renner. You guys were having a, you know, a heart-to-heart moment from what i saw from the unseen footage. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys were all being truthful and you were very curious because once again, you don't know her like that, you don't know the situation like that. Uh, on top of that, it's the fact of the matter her husband also feels the same way. So it's like we're not going to all just sit here and act like Lisa is not somewhat you know, responsible.
0: Yeah, and she's the yeah. first one to scream own it.
1: Own it. Own it. Own it. Own it. <laughs> own it. That's her thing.
0: Own yeah. it. So you should be able to speak to that, especially, like, the fact that she doesn't own her own problems with food lets you know that she's not halfway healed. Like, if you were truly, like, able to recognize your own problem, that's the first step. So it would be a different thing. But she can't even recognize the fact that she has an issue,
1: which is dark. And the whole thing with this whole season so far is that, like, with the other Real housewife franchises, we've kind of covered some of these same topics, Mm-hmm. And we've seen how it was handled very differently and, to me, a more productive manner. So it's just like, you know, we had that whole thing on Jersey where Jackie is recovering from her um, eating disorder mm-hmm. still and still has a very weird relationship with food. And she owns it, though. She's like, okay, I don't like when you say I don't eat because I do eat. It's just still hard for me. So it's like, Lisa, can you just own it? Like everybody else seems to. How about you make that your storyline because what's not going to be your storyline next year is your fucking daughter. Her whole storyline cannot be that your daughter moved back home because she has an eating disorder. And I also felt like that whole thing was just BS because put her in therapy. Like, she I'm, was in
0: therapy she, though, though And you, and, and she still moved so and that's fine. Was she in therapy? Was she really? I think she was because, but I'm not just dog Lisa about her being in therapy. Why are you reporting exactly what her therapist said online? Like, why are
1: you telling us on the show? Oh, yeah, she did do that. Yeah, that's, first off, breaking confidentiality. Like,
0: That's literally a HIPAA violation.
1: Literally none of our business. I don't have
0: you on this show to watch what your daughter's doing. Yeah, no, Mm mm-mm. Kyle's had all those kids and, like, I'm not a huge Kyle fan, but she's never made her daughter pass, like, them moving or, like, some big, like, thing happening in their life. She's She's never made them her her storyline.
1: Exactly. She's never not once did that.
0: The next day, the ladies are all kind of, like, doing their own thing, so. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let's start off with this whole fried pan view scenes that they did with everybody in their separate rooms supposedly getting some type of breakfast. <laughs> like, I thought that was very interesting. All I see is everyone drinking coffee. Well, because in Italy, they don't do breakfast, which is why I think it's funny how they show Garcelle's black behind trying to order real breakfast. They don't do that in Europe. <laughs> Europe breakfast is a tiny croissant and an espresso. And like a continental breakfast. Truly. Literally, that's breakfast for them. Like They don't do pancakes, bacon, eggs. They don't do all of that. Yeah, only
0: Americans fat asses need to eat like three full meals. The idea is that you eat less less for breakfast,
1: breakfast, more for (laughs) lunch, and then like a little less for dinner. Yeah, we don't understand the concept. So I thought that was very interesting. Mm -hmm. And then I also thought it was interesting how they end up pairing up for the day, like so weird, right? So weird. Like Teddy and Erica end up going to the spa. I would have loved. I would have loved to go to the spa. Like. Mm-hmm. and then we see Sutton calling Garcelle to go to mass, which I thought was very interesting because I didn't realize that Garcelle was Catholic. Me neither. Of course, Christian. Black people are Christian. It's weird because there are a lot of Black Catholics, but I feel like it's mm-hmm. very unrare to run into a Black Catholic, if you know what I mean. So I thought yeah, that was like, very interesting.
0: Hypothetically, like Blacks are Christian, so we would be all type, but we're so used to every being like, non-denominational or Baptist that we like are like,
1: wait, what? And then I also thought it was interesting how Denise sounded like she was not really included in any of these plans. Loki sounds like Sutton called Garcelle and then Garcel called Denise. Cuz we didn't see anybody call Denise to ask her to go to mass. <laughs> they're treating her like she came to school with like a wart on her. it's giving me real janice ian vibes and Not janice I, just, ian. I, I cannot <laughs> they're, they're, really, they're really acting like denise is like the redheaded stepchild of the bunch and mm-hmm. it's just very strange to me because it's like okay like you guys want denise to be fine the next day but then you guys literally didn't invite her to do anything from what i'm seeing and okay. if, if she was invited, I thought it was very strange we didn't see that footage, because we saw everybody else literally get invited for stuff. Skip
0: by the boring, like... Sorry, I'm falling asleep.
1: Kyle and Dorit go to do vest playing. Oh,
0: yeah, Kyle and Dorit. I didn't mean to and say And they're, it.
1: like, still drunk. Like, okay. Next scene.
0: Now, they say this happened... <laughs> this was very interesting to me, and I'm about to, like... Okay, we're fourth wall breaking here. They say later, like, Lisa says me and Denise spoke in the, um... In the lobby of the hotel.
1: Does this look like the lobby? Yeah, I was very confused about that. Because, like, Lisa goes... Because she said that when she was explaining to Dorit and Kyle later Mm -hmm. why she didn't end up going Vespa-ing. Even Mm -hmm. though she literally basically told them they had to go with her. And then she ends up not showing. And then she goes, I saw Denise in the lobby of the hotel and we had a talk. First off, it looks like they're in a whole-ass restaurant. Like... (laughs) (laughs)
0: or like someone's like suite or like a room maybe production suite or something like that the whole way was organized you're right or like they rented out a room or something this doesn't seem like we bump shoulders in the lobby and we're just talking it out like the way they're sat down obviously the way it's lit it's a tv show like come on
1: nothing is random unless we see it on that like really weird quality that you know they sometimes do when they're trying to hurry up and catch something that's happening. Right, when it looks like
0: cell phone footage, that's how you know it's real. But when people have time to set up cameras and set up lighting and sit you down and mic you up, come on.
1: But then I was also like, maybe it could have been honestly unplanned because there are scenes of, like there's shots in this next scene that look like iPhone quality when they're shooting like Denise from the back and they can see Lisa's face at this conversation so like maybe it was because i mean they obviously were going to go do two different things so they were going to be mic'd up anyways Mm -hmm. so i'm like maybe it was random and they just ended up having this talk because they ran into each other at the lobby when they were leaving
0: and where's the receptionist
1: area in this lobby there's no patrons walking through the lobby they're staying here like have we even seen the lobby i thought we saw them outside the hotel and then they went like straight to their rooms
0: I think we saw the lobby, like, maybe when they first first walked in, but they didn't
1: focus. Okay, maybe that's what it is, then, because I literally cannot recall the lobby not once. Yes.
0: They have this scene, and you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and award Lisa Rinna with a Razzie for her fucking acting in the scene, because are you kidding me? Her sitting here, like, so Denise basically is confronting Lisa, saying, like, we have a friendship that supersedes this show it's not about tv like you are my girl and i know you and you are treating me like you don't know me you're attacking me at these dinners like even if you believe everyone else you should still be there for me and if you see everyone's attacking me step in and be like okay like we can have this conversation but it's not going to be a gang up against denise it's going to be a conversation you haven't stepped in at any point to like help your friend out i would never
1: I would like, never. And I this happens to me, so I would definitely never do this to anybody else. And it's just like this scene for me is when we're getting the real Denise cuz Denise is sitting mm-hmm. Lisa down like, "Okay, look. I didn't want to do this in front of everybody because she could have definitely called Lisa out in front of everybody while she had an audience and said all of this." And would have the right to that she rightfully has a feeling for and honestly, I'm on her side with her having this whole conversation with her. And Then this is where it becomes a no for me dog because then Lisa starts crying and she's like I could have did better and yada yada and it's just very fake to me. I feel like Denise really came to her on some like real grown woman talk to talk and Mm -hmm. like like Rena sat down and gave me soap opera reading. Like I just feel like you're reading from a script sis. Like I mean it's to me she didn't really apologize like then the whole, oh, I think I might need to, get the one that needs to go to church the most. Like, come on now. Like, I just, it just felt very weird and staged. Yeah, that's what felt, was killing like, me. Like, yeah.
0: I can imagine why if Lisa was my friend in real life, Rena, and I was on a TV show with her, I would fall out with her.
1: Because and,
0: she's two different people. Like, even in this why these reality stars think that we can't see what is happening. Like, when someone's genuine on camera, the audience usually takes to them because we can feel that that's an energy that's you're giving off and you're not a good enough actress to be pretending. So really clear when you're not being genuine. So it reads fake. So you sitting here being like, I have been a bad friend to these and it's tearing you up because you've been a bad friend to her. You knew you've been a bad friend to her. You've been acknowledging that you went at her and you had no problem. Like you didn't even go to her room last episode, like, after the blowback. The blowback. Exactly. Exactly. So like, you've been not being a good friend. Why is this shocking to you? Why, when she's saying this to you now, you're suddenly like, wait, what? You were yelling what? at her at oh, dinner damn. yesterday.
1: Literally screaming at her. <laughs> the top of your fucking lungs. The top of your lungs. Telling her to shut up. Like, and you're I'm confused? confused? I'm not picking up what she's putting down. And then, like, for me, the part that really just write it off as fake is that so this is a one-on-one conversation. Denise and Lisa have this conversation. Nobody else knows what they talked about. Then they go to get in the car to go to the like the church and Lisa's like, I just haven't been feeling like myself lately and yet it's just like, okay. so. <laughs> Oh my God, like I already got this at the table. I didn't need you to do this again in the car with a new audience. Like it's just, it's it's very old and tired to me. Let's have a real conversation.
0: I love a good villain. I love Vicky on OC. I love Kenya (laughs) on Atlanta. I love... Nini's also a villain. Nini's a villain now. I like her. Kelly Dodd, a villain in OC. Love Kelly Kelly Dodd. Love Kelly. Like, so I can get into a good villain, but Lisa Renna for me, is just a
1: huge miss. A huge miss. Like, and my whole thing is, like, she really is the villain. She's the biggest instigator. She lies the most. She doesn't Mm -hmm. own it. And she really is the villain, but it's just, like, I feel them for wanting to make Denise the villain this season. Because it's, like, Lisa's really been the villain for the last couple of seasons. But she just doesn't sell it well, so they've had to keep pinning stuff on other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, because like we all know, LVP was definitely the biggest villain on Beverly Hills. The HBIC, yeah, she was the biggest villain. But like, we're not gonna act like Lisa Rinna wasn't right underneath her. Like,
0: and that's what's so creepy about Lisa Lisa Rinna and and Lisa Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Lisa Lisa Rinna tries tries to set herself so so far far. apart
1: from Lisa. They're They're very very similar like each other mm-hmm. and that's what blows me but the thing is people genuinely want to see lisa be the villain mm-hmm. and renna i just feel like she just doesn't sell it like, she's not like i'm not even a huge lvp fan but i respect her and i don't respect renna and that's the problem because yep. it's like at least lvp will bow out gracefully and really act clueless if she's gonna act clueless Lethal, and she does like she's men. pulling
0: puppet strings behind the scenes and she's yeah. making shit happen that we don't even know she's that we don't happen. even know she's made right, like the when that whole shit came out and it turned out that the whole thing about camille saying like and that's not cool and now we said it about taylor's uh, domestic abuse mm-hmm. lisa Vanderpump playing that whole thing we didn't know that we
1: didn't even know that that's how but it's supposed
0: to go we're Brenda- not supposed to know
1: is like pulling the strings with no curtain pulled back. Yeah. We like, literally <laughs> see you orchestrating everything. Like, the fact that you then sat down with Denise and go, oh, I should have warned you. I'm like, I can't wait. And honestly, that's why I'm filling Denise in the confessional. Because it's like, I mean, at this point, screw all of y'all. Because you done seen this mess go down, too. And now you're mm-hmm. like, okay. Lisa, you really are terrible. Like, you really can't even pull off the villain well. Like, you're not mysterious enough with it. Like, Mm -mm. I literally see you doing everything. And then when it is time for you to get cut by the sword, you don't even sell the blood. Like, you're just like, oh, I should have done better. Like, it's just like, okay, I'm going to need you to sell it a little bit more for me.
0: Right, Her reaction every time is like, I'm growing. I'm not perfect. I'm trying to be a better person
1: every She's always yelling like, girl,
0: relax. Yeah, relax.
1: first of all, fucking relax.
0: Like, I'm just so over that. So when I saw the tears and then like Denise start crying and I start getting mad because I'm like, Denise, don't fall for this. This woman is fully acting and you're getting conned in this moment. Fully
1: acting. And Denise is the one that is still currently being paid as an actress and she is falling for this. I, I cannot. <laughs> not, that's not. the thing none of none these of people, people, people on these shows are good actresses or, actresses or actors denise, right denise is the best one out of all of them and she's falling for this which makes me even more mad in the next scene before they even <laughs> get in the car garcelle and sutton are walking and oh my god sutton's legs look like two little black pins (laughs) in boots. Like, she's so skinny on the legs. Like, it's just so baffling to me. Like, I had to rewind it and watch it again and go, oh my god, are her legs really that skinny? Like, (laughs) what is going on here? I told
0: Jay that she has the shape of Mike Wazowski because, like, (gasps) literally... Because her limbs, like, her arms or her legs are so tiny. It's just the so middle of tiny. her. <laughs> the
1: middle of her is, like, round. <laughs> it's,
0: so
1: no, it's so funny. It's like, so it's so, so funny. Oh, my yeah. God. And then that horrible wig that Garcelle has been sporting this whole trip. Yeah. With the uh... part sitting right on the widow's peak. Like, not shifting the part over some to make the widow's peak look like it's the one-sided part. Right. Nothing. Like, nothing. It'll literally be, like, the part and then her real hair and then her scalp. <laughs> I mean, exactly. and then her
0: forehead. And I'm like, why are you doing no that?
1: Sense. Makes no sense.
0: She can get away with it because she's the only black girl in this group. When we start when having, start a, having fully a fully integrated, integrated cast, you already know that we're gonna have to start calling people out for what's happening. Like, come on, sis.
1: Can't. Mm-mm.
0: Um, Not everyone's clothes because no one really had on outfits except for Garcelle. I kind of loved what she was wearing. I just wish the beret, and I don't even love a hat, but I wish the beret was like the same camel color because she was kind of like doing something. She was trying to wear some clothes.
1: Garcelle definitely was dressed the best.
0: Yeah, and I wish her hat was just the same camel color as the rest of her outfit. It would have been cool. For me,
1: that's how it always is with Garcelle though. It's like the outfit is cute but there's just one thing that I wish that I could change that would make it like automatically to a new level Mm -hmm. but yeah she definitely looked the best I mean honestly in that group she's in we all know Denise cannot dress Rena is just tacky Sutton has a different type of style like I don't think Sutton dresses bad it's just the fact that she's it doesn't always fit her body. Saying, yeah. she's all. And then the fact that it's always like custom made designer, which makes it even worse. Because it's like, how is it custom made? And it still doesn't fit. And in then during this, this random, random ass, ass scene, scene. Suddenly, suddenly Lisa Renner, Harry
0: Hamlet has a fucking other kid, like an older has son. has a
1: whole what? other son that I didn't know of and had to Google because I was very confused. Literally talks about, oh yeah, our house looks like this because Harry lived here for three years with some whole other woman that ended up having his baby. What? <laughs> like, what?
0: This woman who was in what? her 40s when he was like 28, she was like 43 or something like that. Full
1: on Mrs. Robinson him. <laughs> and, like, I just. I'm <laughs> so confused. She literally was a Bond girl. Why didn't nobody know that he had a whole other child? Like, <laughs> what? The way the Bravo editors put up that one picture, <laughs> that picture of harry with his bm
0: and then oh, all of a sudden God. they like it would end up being cropped and then they all of a sudden revealed the son. it was so funny the way they did it because they were acknowledging like yeah you all would have no idea
1: exactly and then i also thought it was even more funny because like i said i had to google it because i was so confused
0: yeah same it seems like
1: the rest of the world also did not know he had another child because every article i saw was recently then the fact that lisa just said it so casually like flippantly she's like oh yeah she got pregnant on the first first, like the first time they had sex basically and then i just think it's funny because i feel like when we think of harry hamlin we just automatically tie him to lisa Mm renna but like the fact that he has another child outside of lisa and the fact that lisa is actually his third wife like (laughs) i just think it's so funny right because the whole nicolette sheridan of it all
0: So So we get to the actual like the vatican and they're not able to get in because they didn't buy tickets but like what are you all doing? How did, did not production tell you like you're on a reality show. Do you all not get it set up
1: so that when you arrive somewhere, you know, the plans are going to come through. They also would have not been able to go into the Vatican with those cameras. So it, th- I think that was probably the part that production didn't really reveal to them. Like, okay. cause I've been to the Vatican. So like, yeah, same. you can't even like take, take pictures. pictures. Like, yeah. Like, you can't do any of that. So the fact that, they thought they were going to go to mass in the Vatican it was very strange also the Vatican is very small so like most people stand outside cuz they have speakers that play the mass mhm so i just i was very confused on what they thought was going to happen <laughs> like i was very lost
0: yeah i don't know what was going on there it just seemed like like come on like when like, I wasn't in charge of the trip when I went to the Vatican, but I know that the people who set it up when we went, they made sure everything was gonna work. Like, I, I'm just, I was at a loss as to how it was just like, oops, couldn't get in, drove all the way here. All right, going right back. Like, Vatican, Vatican- is in a whole other country called Vatican City. So, like, <laughs> you in another
1: country. And I think it makes it even worse because we've both been to Rome. So, it's like, <laughs> we know how that goes. And we both were able to get in. So, how they are literally rich famous women yeah we not able to get in just doesn't make sense like i don't know i also thought it was funny how like during this whole like split scenes that they're doing with like kyle and Doree on the vespas and then the girls <laughs> <in> the <laughs> which church, we're completely then- ignoring exactly and then erica and um teddy at the spa somehow through this all somebody asked if they're ever going to see this room in Buka de Beppo. <laughs> I literally started crying <laughs> because this literally has been the whole storyline other than the whole Beverly Beach thing. <laughs> and it's just so funny because it's like, to me, I think it's the most ridiculous thing that A, that she's redoing <laughs> a room in Buka de Beppo. <laughs> like she's doing it in a chained restaurant, not a high end restaurant either. Like Buka de Beppo is full on. As Drake would say, for families with minivans that go to Disneyland. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not high-end. It's just so funny to me. And then they're like, Are we ever gonna see this room in Buca De Beppo? Like, is it done? Like, what's going on with that? Like, <laughs> I think that is so funny. Cause it was totally random to me.
0: In that scene, she says we can just have Teddy's um baby shower at my restaurant in my room the thing is is that room creating revenue for the restaurant like what's the benefit of having like and we also all know what Bucca de Bebo looks like it's a tacky ass like Olive Garden-esque restaurant how
1: like so you're supposed to make this chic room in this otherwise tacky restaurant like I don't know it just doesn't make sense business-wise for me like because I know they spent quite a bit of money redoing that room and I just don't get what is the whole financial gain.
0: Yeah, what's the ROI way? on it? Like,
1: what's the return yeah, on investment? The... For Brandy to be there, which also doesn't make sense. So Brandy would <laughs> totally be
0: at Teddy's baby shower, even if it wasn't filmed. Totally. Exactly. It's just okay. okay. So
1: then what happens next?
0: It's Delisa Renna. She sits Rinna. down with Kyle, Kyle and, Duri and Duri to recap the day.
1: To oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't really note anything of importance in that.
0: She just is, I mean, Lisa Rinna is, lying. is lying. I probably yeah. was, too was too harsh last harsh. night.
1: Yeah, like she just was doing the same dog and pony show she did for Denise. And mm-hmm. it was just blowing me the whole time.
0: Like, she's talking to the girls, just saying, like, we're having dinner tonight, right? And, like, the last couple of nights have been intense on Denise. And, like, Dorit is on Denise's side. So, she's saying, like, let's, this night, like, it's our last night. Let's all just not talk about it. We can table it for one dinner.
1: Honestly, these last three episodes have really made me love Dorit again. Because Mm -hmm. I loved her initially when she got on just because she's literally a liar. And I love it. (laughs) Like, yeah. Who doesn't love a good liar? And she's a Barbie. Barbie. And she's a Barbie. She's literally life-size Barbie. She treated this whole Rome trip as if she was a model in a walkway everywhere she was going. I Mm -hmm. loved it. And I just think it's so funny because out of all the people, I would not expect Dorit to be going so hard for Denise. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Out of all the people. So I think it's very interesting that she is the one really low-key being, like, her and Garcelle are really, like, on Denise's side. Like, okay, she's, you know, got a lot going on. Like, y'all have been kind of, like, tearing into her for the last couple of nights. Like, can this night just be a good night, please? Like,
0: so they just show everybody kind of getting ready. Um everybody has their glam team so that means dorit has glam and she's doing something a little more subdued tonight which she she looks so cute
1: so freaking cute i also thought it was funny i want to note this that dorit and erica loki were matching like vibes these Mm -hmm. like every single day they were like on the same vibe which i thought was very funny given the fact that they have two separate glam teams and everything so i thought that was very interesting
0: Yes, I'm so glad you noted that. Yes, they do give similar vibes and look. we, Me and Jay recorded an episode that didn't actually air and I said it on this episode and I'll say it here again. And what I said is Erica has about two more mistakes to make before I officially crown the the dresser of Beverly Hills because if... Every time I'm seeing both of them, if I have to compare outfits, I'm choosing to read literally ninety percent of the time. Dorit.
1: Erica has been dropping the ball for me. I'm choosing to read. Dere has been on it. Mm-hmm. I knew she was going to be on it when I saw the matching Versace outfit in the preview. I said, Yep, this on is it. my girl now. On it. And Erica just has not been doing it for me. Like every lots of flops. Every time they were coming out with these outfits, it's just like Dorit's is highly more polished than Erica's. Like, Mm -hmm. the makeup is more polished. The hair is more polished. Like, even this whole scene of the last dinner, Erica has this, like, they both are channeling mod 60s, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite time periods. It's so chic. Um, It's so chic. And Erica is doing this honeycomb hairstyle with a headband. But the honeycomb is very messy. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind like a messier version of a hairstyle but the honeycomb style is not supposed to be looking messy like that. Like it just, it was too messy for me.
0: That's the whole and point then, of it. It's supposed to look like one, one little strand of hair,
1: of hair that is like that one is like, big thing like in the back. That is 5,000 inches long that yeah. gets wrapped around your head a million times. Yeah. And then Doree is giving us the classic Barbie flip. She's giving us the side part with the flipped up ends and I and living for it the is
0: tooth, always, to the me, bow very, on the like, back
1: yeah, love it, love it all. and then the makeup was very like natural Barbie, which I think is usually what she just goes for in general. Mm-hmm. and I love it like a plus
0: yeah, she looked gorgeous, she looked- and we didn't really recap the outfits from the last dinner that was at the beginning of this episode, but erica's
1: makeup, makeup in that scene oh god it was horrible when they showed them getting ready i was like this cannot be the finished product like he has to be cutting the crease again and cleaning up the outer part Woo! i'm like this cannot be the finished product like i'm and then looking at reno with that crusty wig on oh my god
0: it did take a while so and while they're doing that you can tell like denise is kind of antsy she keeps kind of moving back and forth and she just doesn't seem like settled and like she keeps looking at her phone and she's like when are they going to get here and gracie like girl why do you even care when they're going to get here she's like because like i need to be prepared
1: yeah like she already knows they're about to come with some bs like so i feel i feel like she's just waiting to get it over with at this point because it's like i already know it's coming i just wanted to get it over with and then also, what they started ordering drinks, mm-hmm. and here we go with boring Teddy that has to remind us she's pregnant every five seconds, as if we clearly cannot see that she's pregnant. She goes, "Oh, water for me. I can't drink,
0: okay. girl.
1: You didn't have to say all that. <laughs> like, we don't care. We get, we get it. You're pregnant. Nobody cares. On to the next.
0: Yeah, that's your storyline this season. How could we forget? So." Anyway, so, moral of the story is, Denise said, basically you can tell she had, like, a pep talk with herself or her producer or somebody, or Garcelle, not Garcelle because Garcelle was confused, too. Somebody and Denise had a conversation, and she decided, tonight, they're not going to attack me, I'm going to attack them. I'm going to come at them (laughs) before they can come at me.
1: She was going to let it rip. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she was like, the other night, I started to get into my zone, and you guys kind of threw me off. She said, but tonight... It's like she did, like, a pep talk in the mirror, like, tonight, bitch, tonight is your night. You're going to get them before they get you. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) look, they've they've got you every night, but tonight tonight is your night. night. Tonight is your night to shine. (laughs) (laughs) So Denise clearly practiced a couple, like, monologues in the
0: mirror, and she's coming into this fully prepared to, like, quote-unquote, attack these women. and So So
1: prepared that when they first sit down at the table, they don't even get a chance to, like, really say anything.
0: Right. That's what's fucked up since Denise has been sitting there for a while. She's, she, I don't know. Also, the thing I, I hate to complain about Denise, but I'm also tired of her saying, like, can I get some tequila instead of drinking wine? You're in Italy.
1: They were all killing me. I didn't see not a single person order a Prosecco. Nobody ordered a Spritz. Nobody ordered anything Italian. Like, Come on. Anywho, so basically
0: we, um. so the fact that Denise was sitting there, she was stewing. So she was just ready to be like word vomit and just say everything. So they quickly talk about the fact that the girls were inside cars with their Vespa's and laughing about how funny it is they were inside cars. I didn't think it was that funny. So I'm glad they did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: so whatever they want to cheers to their last night and denise is sitting at the head of the table with garcelle and she starts to a cheers like thanking rena because rena quote-unquote planned this weekend like or this trip which i hate when they have to like she was saying i get the best room and i do all this it's bravo's trip
1: they paid for everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right so why are we cheers we should cheers to bravo Why like, we shouldn't cheers to lisa renna but nonetheless they're cheesing they're cheersing for lisa renna and denise is saying like after this cheers
1: i have something to say and they're like oh okay. yeah and then also once again teddy's boring but talk about how she can't cheers because she doesn't have anything to drink
0: girl <laughs> if you don't lift up that water you got. Guys- oh my You're god
1: me up yeah, and then, like, literally, as soon as they cheers, Denise just lets it rip.
0: And I'm glad she did it. She said, first of all, you all are judgmental. <laughs>
1: she started off <laughs> so strong. like That's a oh great point. That was, that was a great point. And then we have in the, conf- like, I think she called it the mean girls, like, saying how she was being ganged up on. Lisa cuts to her confessional and they bring up the headlines of how they're the mean girls of Beverly Hills. And she's like, that's just not cool for her to resort to. And I'm like, girl, y'all are like, was it a big deal to say the words mean girls? You would have thought it was something else. That's what I'm saying. And my whole thing is like, but where, once again, where is the lie? Because you guys have been picking on her this whole trip. Like, as soon as you guys got there, you knew that you were going to attack Denise yeah, that so it's really on some Regina George level yeah. type of manipulation. <laughs> like, what the heck?
0: Like, you all want to take her down and you want that to be your storyline for the season as a whole franchise. So, yeah, it's pretty mean, girl. We
1: have Miss Kyle Richards cutting somebody off. <laughs> like, <laughs> this girl has been trying to cut people off the whole three episodes of this trip. Like, and Doree already called her out on it. It was like, you always keep cutting me off and don't let me finish. She said like, oh, I'm sorry. But then she did it again the next episode. And somebody told her basically, shut up. Yeah. Then she did it again this episode. And Denise was like, uh-uh, let me talk. You've said enough. <laughs> like, I don't understand what Kyle has to say that is so important.
0: You have nothing to offer. I have... Oh, I don't remember
1: the last time Kyle said something on this show... That was worth cutting someone off for. Like, shut up. She, like, makes it seem as though, when she's cutting you off, she's going to have something, like, of real value to add. And then she says what she has to say, and it goes, so you really couldn't wait to say that?
0: I don't know why none of these shows, like, if I were a woman on this show, you know what I would say? I would turn to Kyle and say, you better shut the fuck up or I'm going to call Kim. That's what I would say to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, why doesn't anybody ever threaten her like that? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, I'm screaming!
0: No one ever makes like that's the thing about this show—they don't know how to throw shade in like in a fun way. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, when they throw shade, it's like below the belt shade. <laughs> yeah, like they're trying to like attack your character, like what you stand yeah, for. It's like when they throw shade, it's like yikes! Like, dang, did you have to go there? Like, none of these women would survive on Real Housewives of Potomac or no. Atlanta because they literally they don't know how to do shade. Not even New York. New York can't even, even laugh. New York. Not yeah. even New York. Definitely not OC. <laughs> like, no. they would not last. <laughs> like, not at all. So, for them to just be doing all of that, like... And just the fact
0: that Denise is not able to, like, get her words together in, like, an articulate fashion and deliver it in a way to just shut these hoes down it's so frustrating.
1: Which is... That's the more frustrating part to me because it's, like, she was so antsy and we clearly know she practiced this monologue in the mirror and yet, when it came time to deliver once again, Denise did not help herself out by being strong in her delivery. <laughs> she was all over the place.
0: Now, I want to talk really quickly about this Teddy confessional. Now, Teddy is in a at-home confessional, clearly filmed, like, since Corona. And she has dyed her the ends of her this real hair pink. pink. Hair. No,
1: it's the whole head. It's pink highlights through the whole head.
0: Yeah, I was I was saying the end just the end cause like, cause, like oh, okay, she kept a dark root. She her whole hair her whole head is pink, head but she's dark, dark root.
1: Yeah, it's very strange.
0: Um, um it looks so weird, like the coloring of the pink looks so weird that like even though you can see it's coming from her scalp, it looks like a wig.
1: And then once again, her tacky behind thought it was okay to match the dress to the hair. So now she's just looking real like snooky. But mean. not
0: even like that's a Something. camel dress. Like,
1: it was really bad like
0: yeah she has on like a pleather camel, pleather camel dress, dress like a deep mm-hmm. V her chest is like red as hell like Larry the lobster red and then she has like some the body makeup on it spoiled
1: was it was all looking terrible like, and her, her foundation was
0: like very and then her neck down was like flaming red and it looked like she like got sunburned and then she put like body makeup on top so it was like metallic and sunburny. it just like it
1: made my neck itch. it gave me hives Mm-hmm. I can't. Like, she just... <sighs> she needs a glam squad desperately. I'm starting to really be convinced she doesn't have one.
0: It's quite clear that she doesn't have one. And then, like, remember, because Kyle was, like, kind of trying to help her dress and stuff like that. It's like, Kyle cannot help somebody dress, so don't look at Kyle, Kyle.
1: also can't dress because she's wearing caftans in this awful, awful prints with bangs and it's just it's all bad it's just all bad
0: Yeah, Kyle's never been a dresser. And I also want to call out a confessional. Now, I did just attack Erica Girardi, but I will take it
1: back for this black confessional where she has on this dress. Oh, my God. With the two little pieces in the front hanging with the Mm -hmm. hair and the ponytail. She was looking amazing in that confessional. With the sheer top on top of the dress. It was beautiful. She definitely redeemed herself from the actual confession that was being filmed because Although I love the, like, top with the very big, like, giving me dynasty vibes. The one with the bun? The hair is awful to me. Like, and the makeup was awful.
0: The makeup was, I'm so glad you said that. The eyeshadow was the exact same eyeshadow she had on earlier this episode with that <laughs> god awful like triangular shaped <laughs> eyeshadow what the fuck is that it
1: does nothing for her it's really bad on her like honest
0: no I don't think it's chic what's like triangular eyeshadow it doesn't look good it looks scary it looks smudge
1: yeah it was very strange and that like Japanese looking inspired bun didn't go with anything I don't it was just very strange so
0: basically getting back to the table they're talking about like dragging well, Denise is talking about how they've dragged Brandy into the situation, like, when she's not even a part of their group, it, which is true. And, and then, I guess, Erica feels like she has to be in her confession, like, yeah, I am a mean girl, and if I if that means I...
1: Getting ready for Broadway, doing too much. They all swear they're actresses, for real. Like, I just, I cannot. Like... And
0: none of you hold Emmys or anything. If you are good actresses, the most booked actress here is... I don't know either Garcelle or Denise and I don't know you all the rest of you think that you're actors as well because you're acting on this show so um except for Denise is a horrible actress as well because remember when <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> they confronted her about the branding thing the first, Brandy the first time when she twisted her face up she's like what <laughs> like girl oh
1: my god it was so bad like ugh.
0: when she was like um none of it's true they were like we didn't even yeah, say it yet so you're yeah, saying yeah, whatever, you're whatever saying right. we say well, true. none of it's so true it's
1: like oh god, god. it was just so bad like yeah Erica definitely didn't need to say that it was definitely a clip they could have left out basically
0: Denise gets out her piece and she says like I'm done with you all like honestly like I've said all I can say I really don't want to like I just want to go but she says that after Garcelle makes a dramatic exit
1: (laughs) she makes a dramatic exit and everybody's like what a way to leave dramatically like what is wrong with her
0: Garcelle like gets up in the middle of like Denise talking, just like has to flee the scene.
1: I also felt like that just shows how they don't know Garcelle, nor in my opinion, do they really care to get to know her. Yeah. Because not a single person got up from the table to make sure she was okay. Because I'm thinking (laughs) if you get up from the table that dramatically, like she looked like she was about to cry. Like Mm And my whole thing is, like, so nobody thought to get up to see if she was okay. Because, honestly, Denise didn't get up to make sure she was okay. Denise got off to leave herself. Yeah. yeah. So, it was, like, nobody was going to go see if Garcelle was okay. Like. Yeah, no one was I losing, was sleep, losing sleep, over sleep over that. Yeah, like, I, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it was bad. So, yeah, so she, she left the left table, table because, honestly, honestly, they were talking, about, talking, talking about nothing. Talking about nothing. And Garcelle is. Literally a country away from her (laughs) kids. And she actually books. So she's busy. Exactly. And she can't just be,
0: like, yeah, like she's missing out on spending time with her kids, which she misses on a lot because she has to take bookings because she's a single mom.
1: She's literally a single mom. Like,
0: her job right now is to be a housewife, but it's boring. And you all are making it a hard job to do because
1: it's, I don't know. Isn't this supposed to be a little bit fun? Aren't you supposed to kiki a little bit? It's boring. And then they're also fighting about dumb stuff. And then on top of that, nobody really seems to want to get to know her. So it's just like at this point, the job is not fun. Right. Her only friend in the group is like
0: the black sheep. So it's like even she's feeling <laughs> exactly. left out before that even happened. So on top of that, yeah, she's not, yeah she's not connecting.
1: Yeah. So it's just that was really kind of sad to see because it's like dang, like she really just wants to leave. And then here comes Denise storming, storming out, out wow. doing what she does best, which was not a good call. Scene. Like, oh. Denise, just at sit down all. at all. How are you the one that decides that you're going to go in tonight when everybody else <laughs> not have that on the agenda at all? Right. So they already they talked about that. actually in advance. They already talked about how they're not going to. Exactly. It seems like for once they were actually going to let you breathe tonight and enjoy your time. And then you talk about how this is the worst trip you've ever been on, and you storm out. <laughs> like, what? Like, okay? Oh my god. That was so weird. And then I loved how they broke the fourth wall mm-hmm. and started airing this whole talk with the producer and how he's like, I just don't think that's a good idea. Like, you can't just leave. Like And I was screaming. Because at this point, I feel like production is also over her because... Yeah. You cannot just keep storming up and leaving every five seconds.
0: It doesn't look good that you came in there on some terror shit, and (laughs) you want to (laughs) leave.
1: And then you're the one to flee the scene. How does that work? It can't. Like, Denise, every other night would have been the night night to run away. Exactly, but you chose tonight, the night that you planned to go in (laughs) on them to catch them off guard genuinely, and then be like, I'm over this, and leave. And then for you to not even leave and you come back after you've basically been told that you need to go back inside because it's a bad look then you go back inside and then this is the part for me that was just blowing me and I was over it was the end Mm -hmm. how they're just all kikiing now and telling stories and then Denise is like oh but this makes up for it and I'm just like girl bye you it only doesn't. didn't leave because the producer told you not to leave. Like you were you had a full intention to go back to the hotel, pack your things, and get on the next flight out of there.
0: Right. Had it been up to you, you would have left. Like, also, just to note, Denise is always wearing some sort of jean and some sort of super harsh <laughs> boot.
1: <laughs> I love how earlier is it earlier in that episode? Yeah, it was. I think she was getting ready for the Vatican, or maybe it was the episode before this. She mm-hmm. was lacing up this heeled combat boot and I was <laughs> dying because they did a very deep close in on this shoe and I was screaming because it's like she literally is always wearing a boot.
0: <laughs> always a boot and like yeah, usually like a motorcycle or a combat, combat boot. boot. But tonight to you know, this tonight dinner, she's, dinner wearing she's wearing
1: another heeled boot.
0: Healed. It's a Gucci heel boot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I also loved how, not in this episode, but relating to this, how when they were shopping and she didn't buy anything because none of the boots. she
0: The Fendi boots! She went to get the exact same boots, but in Fendi. (laughs) (laughs) And then she couldn't get them.
1: I'm like, that is is the
0: world doing you a favor, telling you you don't need to buy another fucking combat boot.
1: That was hilarious to me. I was screaming. She's literally always rocking a boot.
0: Can we talk about the strange at-home confessional Denise has, where she's in this I don't know if it's cheetah or leopard. I don't, can't figure out which one it is, but she's in this room. It has like some tan carpet. It has some like weird chair with a weird print on it. Then there's like some pink flowers. Then behind her, there's a wall that reminds me of like Love is Blind in the pods, that wall that was like <laughs> in between <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Oh
1: my God, I'm screaming. Like some pod lighting behind her. I feel and like then... that's not even her house. I feel like. It's Where are not you her at? House? She's definitely not filming her confessional in her house, opposed to everybody else. Because just remember when they had to At the beginning of the season do the whole dramatic reveal when she starts doing confessionals again like Mm -hmm. Denise are you ready to talk i highly doubt she's filming in her house
0: so this is clear this is clearly supposed to be one of her quote-unquote at home ones it's just the way it's shot you
1: know what i mean you You could could tell tell. i don't know though is it her house though because i feel like her house doesn't look like that what room is this in her house that's what i'm saying it doesn't look like any room i've been privy it's not a backdrop for sure it's clearly somewhere she is live I honestly feel like she's, like, at an Airbnb. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I highly doubt her kids are anywhere in sight or anything like that.
0: I'm so thrown off by the decor. And if you'll notice, there's, like, a hallway. And at the end of the hallway, there's, like, some weird, like, black cushion and then, like, black candles.
1: There's, like, a whole bunch of random stuff. That's why I think it's an Airbnb. I, I don't think she's at her house
0: there's no sort of theme but you know what if it was the niece's houses, it would track because the Denise- horrible taste wow and so that confessional the background is just so distracting but anyway so she comes back in the ladies are talking about her when she comes back in but of course like they're able to get over it. and like you said they just kiki and then they talk about like where's the craziest place you ever had sex i hate sutton for saying like i want to say the most romantic
1: <sighs> this is why sutton is a friend of Yeah, she is also 10, 10, 10 to 8. Like, yeah, almost there, but it's not there. Like, she's not spicy enough. Like, there's no spice, she's just all sugar. Yeah, like,
0: come on, you didn't have to say church church,
1: like Denise, Denise, but you have to say something. something. That was funny to me for a whole bunch of other reasons. Like, they just went to the Vatican (laughs) earlier, sex at a black tie event. Oh, that was kind of hot though. That was so hot. Like that was really hot. <laughs> that was really hot, and I was like, I didn't think Kyle had it in her, honestly. But then again, that's why I feel like she'd be into some freaky deaky stuff because Mauricio is freaky. Like,
0: <laughs> like what kind of black tie outfit did she have on that it was no problem that no one could notice her dress was hiked up?
1: <laughs> that her dress was hiked up, and like, was she like, is this like actual like, is he fingering you at the table, like?
0: No, it sounded like kidding. she said she was sitting on his lap, so it sounded like he was inside.
1: <laughs> what black tie event are you at that you could do that? Because last time I checked, black tie event usually means floor length gown.
0: That's what I'm saying. So her dress is hiked up and no one noticed?
1: <laughs> and there's apparently 10 other people at this table. <laughs> what? I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me.
0: But it was so bizarre that it, you know for sure it was true.
1: That was so funny. I was like, okay, cut." And um, then Erica. Yeah. The hospital bed. Her and who had the same oh, one, Dorit? Or no, Teddy. Teddy. Teddy did. Teddy did. I was kind of
0: shocked yeah, that did. Teddy in a hospital? Really?
1: I was shocked. But then I was like, honestly, where else would Teddy be having sex? Like, I feel like she's always pregnant or in the hospital. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what are her other options, really? I don't think she has any. But then I also loved how, like, when Erica's giving the background story, mm-hmm. it's also revealed that this guy she's dating is comes for money. So she's clearly been on the money hunt for a long time. Like
0: right. Her dad was head of something at the hospital, like yeah, cardiovascular her, yeah. or something
1: like that. Her boyfriend's dad was like the head of cardio at this hospital. Like, what the heck?
0: Wow. Like so interesting. And then she's like, Not the dad. You know, that's in my age range, too. <laughs> that was funny. That was <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I like when I she like can when joke with herself. Know, I hate when Erica takes herself time. too
1: seriously. Too seriously. That's when I'm like, okay, Erica, like...
0: Yeah. yeah. She's best when she's, like, in... Uh, Sutton says the most romantic place, and her romantic place... Hold on. Oh, she said it was in a sleeping bag without oh, a tent. yeah.
1: No campground, though.
0: Not a campground, yeah, no, no tent, tent, but a sleeping bag.
1: I was. That's 30. romantic. I was so lost. And everybody else at the table also seemed to be lost.
0: And then Lisa Rena says her crazy which wasn't really crazy. Like she said her it's supposed to be place. It's not story. She said in the back of a station wagon. Like a lot of people have sex in the car. And then she says to her friend, And was then it's
1: revealed her. basically she was having an orgy in this car because her friend was also having sex. <laughs> yeah. In the back of the station wagon. Right next to each other. <laughs> right next to each other. Like are you sure that's all that happened, Lisa? <laughs>
0: right but she's insistent she's never slept with a girl or done anything with a girl
1: i highly doubt that but okay it's hollywood it's hollywood and you've been in hollywood for decades like there's come on so for you to act so naive is so ridiculous and then that whole story to me just invalidates you because there's no way y'all didn't intertwine at all a station wagon is only so big
0: we'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor So you mean to tell me you did this when you were a teenager. So let alone what you did once you got to Hollywood and you were grown, you were living on your own and all of that.
1: Exactly. Like, she's been in Hollywood for decades. Like, there's no way. So over it. No way. I don't believe her. Don't believe her.
0: So that's kind of the end of the episode.
1: Yeah. And then we get a preview to next week that Mm -hmm. just is like. Whoa! So,
0: we like to do this thing called Housewife on Display. Okay. So, who is your Housewife on Display for today? So, your Housewife on Display is who stood out to you the most this episode?
1: Lisa Renna.
0: Really? We usually give our Housewife on Display to someone we like.
1: But why did you give Lisa Renna? I'm giving it to her because, obviously, throughout this episode, I have said I do not like her. (laughs) I clearly (laughs) do not like her. But I think this episode made me realize how much I really don't like her and Mm -hmm. how much she's really been BSing this whole season and how like we compared her to LVP. She really is playing puppeteer out Mm -hmm. in the open. And I've been feeling this way for a couple seasons. And like, I think this past episode really just solidified it with the whole fake crying and the, not taking responsibility for her actions when it comes to her kids body dysmorphia. Like, I just feel like it's becoming too much mm-hmm. to keep gliding over and I just really would like this next season to be the girl. Her reckoning! Amisa. Yeah, like, it's time for them to shake the boat with her because it's. I feel like This episode really put it in perspective to me how terrible of a person she is. Like, I kind of was feeling it for a while that I didn't like her. But this episode, I think, really solidified it for me that she's really terrible, like Mm -hmm. a terrible friend. Like, I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of flaws I was seeing this episode that I kind of, I feel like wasn't noticing beforehand.
0: Wow. You, you've really shaken up up the Housewives on on Display podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I have You're to completely re- agree. You're absolutely, You're absolutely correct. correct. I
1: did realize how much I hated her this yeah, episode. Yeah, like, because I know, like, me and you have had separate conversations. And we, like, we aren't really a fan of Rena. Never been. That is known. Never been. But I feel like this episode really just, like, you know how, like, when somebody is irritating you, so, like, every little thing they do yes. like, bothers you. But then there's, like, a point where it's, like, that one like instant breaks the Campbell's back and it's like shattering glass and you finally see yeah like I feel like I was in a sucking sunken place with her like I knew she was foul but this episode really made me see how foul she was mm-hmm. when it's like you're playing a friend that you've known for years that supersedes the show and you just really don't feel the need to be a decent person I just I can't Mm-mm. and to go with that. Her whole her claim, her claim for
0: bringing... For bringing well, well, for not saying, not saying the thing the to thing. Denise so that she's not the one on camera like saying the whole thing was because of Munchausen. She's claiming that that's the reason why. If Munchausen was, was supposed to be her, be her reckoning, reckoning, it was not it was nearly, not as, nearly, as, dirty as, not nearly as dirty as it should have been. Not nearly
1: as dirty as it should have been because Yolanda ended up having munchausen <laughs> so, like... allegedly 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 <laughs> oh i'm sorry allegedly having munchausen but a fact <laughs> <laughs> but exactly let's be honest though but yeah and i just feel like i mean i get where she's coming from but once again that's the issue i have with renna like she mm-hmm. has so many instances of her being foul and kind of getting told about it that like anytime it's really time for her to say something she kind of like has something to fall back on like kind of how like now Teddy has something to fall back on for why she really doesn't like Denise mm-hmm. with this whole stuff that Brandy said. It's like Lisa also has that with all the other instances of her trying to play puppeteer and they going wrong, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and people calling her out for it. And now when it's like actually time for her to stick up for somebody, she's like, "Well, I didn't want to say anything because, like, remember that last time I said something and it just didn't go right. Like, I don't, I don't want that to happen again." That's basically what she did. Yeah. Breaking news. Oh gosh, what happened? <sighs>
0: So what happened recently, you know, this has been happening a lot in 2020. People have been digging up people's past, and especially tweets, and especially tweets in, like, 2010, 2011, 2012, like, when it was really cool to be ignorant or so we thought, and, like, you were allowed to kind of say anything. It wasn't okay to say, but you weren't canceled for it. So some tweets have been dug up from... Real Housewives of Potomac star Candace Dillard making making very, very defamatory comments about the LGBTQ
1: committee. Oh, my God. Stop. I'm actually, this is breaking news because I have not heard of this. Okay, listen to some of the tweets.
0: One of the tweets, well, first of all, I hate that this tweet is about Real Housewives of Atlanta, but it's from, her tweets are from 2010, 2011, okay? Um, the fact that she watches Housewives, I hate when Housewives reveal that they used to be fans. It's like, you're supposed to pretend you don't know what the show is and just be <laughs> exactly. like a rich person who just ended up on the show. You're not supposed to be a fan that gets on the show. We don't want fans on the show. That's us. She tweets about Real Housewives of Atlanta saying, quote, Phaedra's husband is awkward, all caps, ugh. I think he might be a little gay, too. Dot, dot, dot. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Next tweet. Queenie gay men irk me. Next tweet. I think my office mate might be a little gay. He does some strange things. Dot, dot, dot. Makes me raise an eyebrow here and there. Next tweet. I'm personally turned off by men who are too into fashion. It's a fine line. When you do too much, I'm disgusted. Makes me think gay. Stop.
1: It's not funny. I'm laughing because she's literally such an idiot for tweeting these things. Like, what? It's like, I I
0: laugh. We found out Brett and Max from Vanderpump Rule were saying the N word. I laugh
1: because, are you serious? (laughs) Are you serious? Like, see, this is why I'm happy I don't have a Twitter.
0: I have said some ignorant things in my life and everyone, of course, especially like from 2010 to now, we've had such a jump in our society. We're so much more accepting of some certain things. It's not to say we're accepting of everything. Of course, we know we're not there yet, but we are a little more progressive now. So, yeah, of course, like I had thoughts in 2010 that I don't hold now. All of us do. And it's a decade. Any person that is a human is going to grow within a decade and change ideas and create new beliefs, all of that. But I'm so glad no one can dig into what my thoughts
1: were in 2010 or 2011. I feel like at this point, celebrities just need to start being smarter. Like, yeah. I feel like yeah. if you are a newfound celebrity, especially off of a reality TV show, you have the money to get somebody to scrub your past from the internet. You can do
0: exactly what everyone else does or the people who find out this information. You can do that. Like, that, you can't. And the fact that she's been on this show for years and it's just now getting dug up. You had years to do this. I just, I cannot.
1: And it's also just the fact that Candace is still ignorant about a lot of things. Yeah. That's the part that blows me. Because it's like, it's not like she's fully reformed. Yeah, she's not. She's still very ignorant about a lot of things, in my opinion. So it's just like, wow. It's not a good look. Not a good look at all. Wow. chow. Uh, yeah. Like I say, I don't make uh, the news. I just report it. She just needs to do better overall. Because also... Her so far on Potomac, it's just like, uh... She just needs to do better. She just has to do, like, a little bit better. Yeah, like, I'm not saying become completely reformed. That's literally impossible. And that wouldn't make but you a good housewife. Like, it's just like, you need to do somewhat better. Like, come on, sis. Like, a little bit? Come on, man. Bravo thoughts
0: Bravo, compiled. compiled. Any theories for next for week? Next Anything you want to
1: finish off with? Who invites denise not who invites brandy to next week's whole shindig (laughs) do you think they're gonna explain that to us or do you think they're just gonna be like oh brandy's here it's normal unlike the last time when we had loki a whole explanation as to why brandy was with kim i do not think we are gonna get that next week i think she is just going to randomly show up (laughs) and it'd be like a whole (gasps) (gasps) like nobody is gonna know everybody's gonna act like they don't know why she's there or who invited her but clearly somebody has already been feeding her a lot of information so I'm pretty sure it's that same person that invites her to this shindig which is Kyle exactly (laughs) (laughs) exactly so that's what I think I also think I don't know I just feel like Bravo I think they have Apart in picking who the villain is, like they do. I feel like now when we know who the villains are, like once you see the, because it's like usually when the villain is the villain, that's usually their last season. For yeah. The most part. It is very rare, unless it's like Real Housewives of Atlanta, where they continue to stay on the show, i.e. Nene Leaks. or yeah. I or they leave and then they come back later, i.e. Kenya,
0: or so i.e. It's like,
1: from this franchise, Camille Grammer. You know, usually once you're the villain, you. That's them trying to get you to leave. Mm -hmm. And, or, like, you've had some type of wrongdoings on the, like, business side where, like, maybe, like, you want more money or, you know, something you want in your contract that they don't want to provide you. So then they kind of, like, I think campaign to make you the villain, Mm -hmm. to make you leave. (laughs) I think that is very much the strategy for Bravo. So, because um, allegedly
0: they're paying Denise more than they paid even Nene at the height of her housewife shit.
1: See, I'm telling you, I think there's some some facts behind my theory. And I, I also think that they allude to who's going to be the next villain in the season previous.
0: Yes, because the thing about Denise's whole last season, well, usually it's a housewife's second season curse. Your second season is when you have the roughest time. Because the first season, it's just we're getting to know you. We're just like getting used to your personality. We're not so much focused Mm -hmm. on you. We don't, now that we We know you you, and we know your characteristics and we know how you react, we're looking for certain things and we're going to critique you on them.
1: Mm -hmm. I.E. Candace.
0: I.E. Candace. So. Last season, Denise, her shit didn't stink. Nobody had any complaints about her. And here it is. It's all unraveling.
1: But the issue that I have with that is that it's only certain housewives, honestly, that I think this happens to. Because it honestly is not everyone. Mm -hmm. Because Erica, to me, has yet to have a season like this.
0: Yes, she has yet
1: to have it. And she's not going to be fine
0: when she has it. She's not one of those people who's going to take it well.
1: Exactly my point. So I think they strategically plan on who is going. I feel like this is how it goes in the writer's room. Because they have a writer's room. They definitely do. And I feel like they sit down and go, okay, who do we think would be the best villain based off of last season?
0: And what and I think I, I like liked about like, Dorit like, so much off Dorit RIP is off her intro season intro was also her, her, villain, her season.
1: villain season. Also her villain season. They hated her. They hated <laughs> her. Oh, God. They hated her so bad. And that's why I loved her. She was a villain. I love a villain. Mm-hmm. I love a villain, too. And I love a pretty villain. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but I think it's just something so much more better about it when the prettiest person on the show is the villain. It's like, yeah. what is the irony? Like, So... Yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said.
0: I don't have any really like theories for next week. I'm just excited to see what Brandy cooks
1: up. What is she going to bring to the table? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we like, already don't know. Right. Yeah, did you see when she was saying she has like text messages? Yeah, but those text messages have leaked. I don't know if you know, but like a couple oh, weeks I didn't ago. Know. Yeah, so I agree with everything. You brought a lot of good perspective to me. Thank um, you tell the people where they can find you instagram and youtube because like you girls say i do not have twitter yes stay out of that messy hole but you can find me on instagram and youtube at kaylin mitchell it is k-a-e-l-y-n-n-m-i-t-c-h-e-l-l-e
0: Yep, and that's what it is. And follow us on IG at, and at housewives dot on and that and display. And Twitter and at, wives at wives on wives. display. And until now